I'll go to cool.com. Hey, everybody. It's Thursday night, and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. Uh, first one in several weeks with special guest, C.D. Moyer. Yay. Hello, everybody. Hi, C.D. Moyer. Thanks for joining us. Oh, I'm glad to be here on this fine podcast. Did Is you it Thursday night? Thursday night to get this esteemed uh, spot. Yeah, hot stuff's hot stuff's having a little bit of a family emergency, uh, so he couldn't make it. Um, might not might not make it to video games, hot dog either. So we might oh, no. we might be doing a doing a threefer, smoking the reefer. Anyway, uh, it makes sense that uh, that Chris would be on the podcast because Chris is the only person that actually works on KOL anymore. <laughs> we are the the rest of us are all just ankle deep in West of Loathing, but we're in head first. He's got so. in head first. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm pretty burned out, and there's nobody else in this room, and it's weird. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm on a conference call. Oh. I feel like what we should be doing right now is all giving updates about the progress <laughs> that we've made and what's how's this month's TPS report shaping up and are there weird Luckily, oil paintings of idle path. thumbs staring at you? Yeah, there are. I could pretend that these are my friends. This would be one of those great conference calls where we're waiting for hot stuff to give his TPS report and he's not here, so it would go really well. I'd be like, okay, we'll go see ahead. you all in Slack. Yep. <laughs> yep, pretty good. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I got, uh, we, we've really overcoming a lot of technical obstacles to get, uh, recorded. The, the studio computer has shot crap. So I had to go home in the middle of the day to get the portable recorder. And then I came back and it was time to record and didn't really have a chance to get ready. So I don't have anything to read questions off of except my phone, which is running out of batteries. Um, so this might be, this might be a short show and a shit show. <laughs> old short shit. I made the mistake of listening to my computer when it said I needed to upsa- update some software right before I attempted to record something. So that went well, too. What did you fuck up today, Riff? Gosh, nothing yet, but the day's still early. Did you hit record? For you, it, <laughs> for you, it is. Uh, well, Chris, do you have any introductory remarks about, uh, the last item of the month or the last challenge path, both of which were basically entirely your, your doing? Thank you for that. Um, uh, well, I'd like to welcome the item of the month here. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the challenge path is basically because a friend introduced me to the James Bonding podcast where, uh, these two guys... Uh, watch every Bond movie with a guest and talk about them for often as long as the movie um, in fairly excruciating detail. One of those guys is, I know him from some other podcast, but I can't think which one. I think he might be... The the one with four scientist dudes? Yeah, Super Ego. Is he one of the guys from Super Ego? Ego? Yeah, Matt Myra or Matt Gorley? One of the two. Wait, are the guys from Super Ego scientists? The, I don't know. That's the, the theme of the show is that they're the, the sort of... Oh, I see. I thought maybe this was like, a, uh, what is it? Like the lead singer of Bad Religion is secretly is, like a PhD. Is, is really the kid from Wonder Years. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Paul from Wonder Years. Um, 
So yeah, the typically well here, why don't we just uh why don't we just read this question from Sandwich Do? Says, was there any discussion regarding doing license to adventure as an avatar path instead of using the base classes? Uh, have you had any challenge paths where you had it planned out and then found a better implementation? We didn't really like the the idea of this the idea of summer challenge paths is usually like just slight mechanical changes to the existing content. Yeah, I mean this this it did evolve a little bit, but that was only in the mechanics of like the the disavowal or going rogue um and how that how that quest kind of worked out. Um the brainstorming about the various upgrades you can get that sort of I mean that was that was sort of off the cuff. Um but as far as changing, you know, it was never never intended to be an avatar. I mean, you're a, you're a super skilled agent uh who came to Agentine late late in life. So you already have a whole bunch of skills from your previous ascensions and I don't know. Yeah, I think I think on the forums people were debating, is this an avatar class or what's an avatar class? And I think in our minds, an avatar class is when there or a path is when there's actually a different class. You generally don't get your skills and your something other than the player doing slightly different stuff. Whereas this, you're still the same old player you always are. You just are being told to do different stuff and you have access to extra stuff. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's like the uh, was the KOL high school one, right? So it's just like a yep. different point in time of uh, of of the the regular character's uh, lifetime. It's like the the six agents, the six ages of man. You got your your baby, and then your teenager, and then your high schooler, and then your regular adventure, and then your super spy. And then, <laughs> and then the age where it's where it's raining a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, we definitely think of like, so avatar paths are the spring and they are, the character is replaced and then content paths are the summer and they are the, uh, the world getting changed. And then the other path, although no, we usually, usually the content paths are in the fall, not in the summer. Right. So that this was, I guess, I guess this is less content pathy. I don't know. This kind of straddles the difference between the just like mechanical one, like one crazy random summer or whatever, where just a few things are tweaked. Yeah, I mean, even that is more right. There's there's the far side of that summer path thing, like picky, where it's literally here. The mechanic is pick five mechanical things. There's no really no no veneer of content or reason to it. It's just here's a mechanical thing. Um this is yeah. This is definitely more contenty, but it's still the basic mechanics are you uh, don't get familiars, you get some extra skills, and you have to do this uh, extra quest each day. Oh, and you can only drink martinis. <laughs> this feels somehow less restrictive than KOL High School to me, and I'm not entirely sure why. I mean, I guess you don't. It doesn't just come right out and say you have to do it. There's just a kind of a penalty for not doing it. Yeah. I and feel- that penalty is, I feel like, something that people can deal with if they are, like, experienced players with a lot of resources, which are the kind of people who are going to want to skip it. So Yeah, I think that's kinda- been – might be sort of the optimization of this path is figuring out how much – I mean, unfortunately, I think that might end up being you save a bunch of turns until the last day you do the quest as quickly as possible, and then you do everything else. Um which, on the other hand, is also a thing that some optimizers will enjoy because it means that they can do an optimal run, play, you know, 
a handful of turns for a day or two and then play a whole bunch in one day and they can, you know, plan that out in a a real lifetime efficient manner. Yeah. Yeah, because didn't isn't that a thing that I feel like people brought this up in testing. There was something weird about KOL High School where it was optimal to just play no turns on the second day of your run or something. Yeah, you would you would day one you'd play enough to to be able to fill up your your organs and I don't know maybe get liver or whatever. Um, then day two you would just do nothing, so you didn't have to waste forty turns in high school. And then day three you would do 40 turns and then do the rest of your stuff. So you basically saved 40 turns of high school. It's like taking uh, advanced oh, classes. See. How does that... Uh, I mean, is it because you spent the day, you still got all the turns from food and booze on that day, but like, how does the 40 turns... I guess you still get to keep your 40 base turns. That yeah. You right, you're, you're not... Okay. Essentially, you don't so, need... I don't think you even need all the turns from your consumables on days two and three, right? So you, you could probably finish in 2.4 days so that, like, those 40 turns were essentially wasted because you could level up enough and get enough turns doing everything else and, you know, basically avoiding that day. Um, which, I mean... You should have designed a game that you actually have to play in order to succeed at. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I th- know, I know. It I think is it's play. okay, right? I think I think yeah, there are, yeah. there are a lot of people that have been saying, "Hey, I like that I can't do anything other than drink martinis," and uh, I I kind of wish that the hacked Gibson we had done some art for it, but I think that's also cool that items of the month uh, become valuable in the future. You know, that's that's good for us. <laughs> what happened with the hacked Gibson? Uh, it's it's a martini. It uses martini dot. Jif, uh, spoiler, that's how we determine if it's a martini, and uh, it's good. It's like 20 to 22 turns for four drunk, I think, maybe, whereas a martini is five to six for three. Um, but, I mean, there's also other, like, you, there's better drinks available that are still martinis, but the hacked Gibson is readily available from the source terminal and good. I think that we probably want to consider loosening that a little bit because there's also like a martini I think there's a picture of a martini glass with an umbrella in it maybe and there's definitely one that is that's got like it's like a side on two dimensional martini glass with a with an olive or something on a skewer <laughs> that feels um, that feels so much more impure though yeah well it's your call yeah I don't know I mean the the other weird thing is that there's a the the tuxedo shirt, which also doesn't use the same list because those are all hard coded on the items that benefit from the tuxedo shirt um, right I mean we probably could just add a tag martini and use that um, I don't know uh yeah, yeah, I suppose I should probably decide that soon before people really get get tied down to their strategies of having right. a source terminal or not i guess that's the issue right now the strategy is do you have a source terminal great you can get a lot of turns do you not have a source terminal uh you can't get a lot of turns <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so the uh, strategy is to vote. subscribe to the item of the month uh so that you make sure that you have a source terminal <laughs> yeah said Sounds to a mercenary good. 
Fidel Sarcastro says, liking the new path flavor mostly because new council text always gets me. Curious about something related to Type 69. You gave Garden and Eudora replacements. Plans for a new workshed item? Thought about it since Mayo has limited utility in 0011. I don't know what 0011 means in this context. 0011. Oh, 0011. Oh, okay. Gotcha. The council text yeah, is uh, um, is funny. It's good that people like that because that was one of those ten thirty Sunday night. I finished that up because I started it Saturday and thought there should probably be different council text. So that's good. Yeah, that's it's weird. That has turned out to be a vector for turning a not super huge amount of work into a, a lot better feeling about a path. Yeah. I, I mean, think... I guess you could also describe it as now people just demand it every time or they expect <laughs> it every time and they're disappointed if we don't have it. But it's not like, you know, I don't know. There's there's a lot of flavor in the council and being able to change a little bit of that up it feels yeah. like it makes and it, it makes it seem more different. It's a variable depend it's a variable amount of work depending on how much it gets changed. Like some of them I've done are they basically just say the same thing but they say it like slightly different way or or like the 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 West of Loathing uh version they it, it was they were saying the same thing but they were being real douchebags to you <laughs> uh, and then but and then there's there's other ones like uh like the zombie slayer one where it's where the they're very different so yeah, this this was sort of a mix. Some of it was like, go kill the renowned terrorist, the Goblin King, where you know mm-hmm. the like the level. Uh, what level's the MacGuffin? Oh boy, eleven. Eleven. Yeah, right. So that was basically like, hey, one of our operatives' fathers has this diary. Go impersonate him and steal the diary and pretend to be that guy. Um, I feel like it. So it gives us a good way to when we change the world a bit to lampshade why this unrelated character is going on these strange quests. Like in Ed, I felt, you know, the Ed, the Ed text really was yeah, like... Yeah, that one, that one was like fundamentally different, what they were. Was that even done in the council buckets? I feel like maybe that's when we first added them. Because those are in the council. Yeah. There, is, there is Ed council buckets. I think. Yeah, I just have a code block now that just copies all of the council buckets and makes new buckets with a prefix on them, so that they can all, so that they can all just be replaced. Um, some of them don't ever change because some of them are just like, yeah, there's nobody home or whatever. <laughs> or there's that there's the one uh, Chris, the one bucket about welcome welcome to the kingdom, new adventurer. <laughs> right. Chris K writes, "Hey guys, thanks for the great game. I had a question about the new U Club. Could we please get a link to the zone with the needed monster, not just the name of the zone? That." Shouldn't be too tricky, should it? Well, hmm. I mean, it could be literally a link to adventure.php, but we don't typically do that. Um, yeah, I, well, so typically what I do with the name of a zone is I link to the container document of the zone. Yeah, but do we know that necessarily from the adventure location table? I don't it's think- in there. Um Oh yeah. It, so like, oh yeah. For adventure again, if it works. 
Yeah, if it works for Adventure Again, then it'll work for that. Yeah, maybe we could. That seems there, there, though Adventure Again has a lot of hard-coded exception cases and stuff. I don't know... I don't know if any of those zones are zones that are selected for new U Club stuff, though. It's funny. I just they people had wanted it to be in the quest tracker, the the new U mini quest. So I added that today, and I said, "But you don't. It just tells you what monsters you need to kill, and how many, and what skill. Actually, what skill you need to cast against what against which monsters, and not the zone, because I'm not actually even storing that. So, uh." You can have an inch, even though you wanted a mile, is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> huh? So you're you're not storing it? No, because like in in fight, if when you cast a skill, it just checks to see if you have the new you quest and if the skill ID matches, and then it checks if the monster ID matches. Um, I mean, it's stored. Uh, I mean, the name of the zone is stored in the database in a text field that is in your messages, <laughs> but. But beyond that, it's just storing the monster ID. So you can, I mean, you can, I assume you can copy that monster and do the quest that way. I, I, I assume yeah. that works. But or, I mean, you, you're, you're picking a monster from a zone when you assign the quest though, right? So you yeah. could. So I could store the zone. flag in there and then if the, yeah. See, you want, you want the whole mile just, too. Well, I mean, it just seems, I mean, it is, it is weird for the quest tracker to, yeah, you're right. I want the whole mile. And it, I mean, it's much easier. It's much easier to want that mile when I'm not the one that has to implement it. <laughs> well, now that the, uh, now that the, uh, what is this thing called? Challenge path is done. I can go back and, and work on the item of the month again before I start on next month's item of the month. Nice. I feel like we, uh, let's see. What was the oh so oh the last question was about have we a uh, workshed item? Have we? I feel like we yeah, we yeah, keep yeah. brainstorming things and then uh, so often whatever like the brainstormed idea is morphs into a new slot by the <laughs> time we're done with it. You're like, hey, I'm yeah. Gonna... I feel like the source terminal was supposed to be a workshed item to start with. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is it not? It just has its own spot. I think it does. Yeah, and well, is that because you don't have a work shed yeah. in the source? Huh. I don't remember. Is <laughs> is your entire? All right. Th things like yeah, that will definitely happen. We're like, oh yeah, this will be a this will be a familiar. Or this will be a campground item. And then, oh yeah, wait, the current path that or whatever we're targeting doesn't have that. Yeah, um, if we started having like, if if we were a real company and started doing the stuff that like we, we're so much further ahead of the game than we used to be on like you know we know what the next item of the month is going to be now instead of scrambling to come up with it on the twenty fifth and scrambling to implement it on the twenty ninth, but like if we did this three months out, we would never have this idiotic problem that we always end up with where we release items of the month that are like impossible to use in the current challenge path just because like they're the idea that we had and we like committed to it yeah the uh, um, this item of the month was done uh what is it? this is may it was done like april 10th <laughs> yeah yeah and this new one is only the only reason that the next one is not done is because it's waiting for art from me and uh it's it's now officially gotten like cumbersome to get my workflow into KOL art mode. Uh, 
which is annoying. Um, let's see. Zenistrad says, with Pasta Thralls rendering several of the Pasta Mancer's Nemesis quest rewards in, uh, involving the old Pasta Guardians obsolete, are there any plans for more Nemesis quest revamps, possibly after the upcoming level 12 quest revamp and West of Loathing? The upcoming level 12 quest revamp. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to be upcoming for all. There, there are a couple more steps uh, in the Nemesis yep. chain that are that are designed out. And, like, yeah, it that whole – the Pasta Mancer, like, Pokeball thing is such a sore thumb. That like it used to do something and it didn't. It doesn't do anything now. I, I think unless yeah. that finally got changed, but I don't think that it did. I don't remember. There's been like so yeah, maybe no, it actually steps to to the, to the revamps that I don't really remember where we're at and what's left anymore. I think there's the next thing is a castle. <laughs> hmm. There's a, there's a wiki item about it that's been there for a long time. It's where the, like, evil stuff from the old cave is moving to. Okay. Yeah, that kind of sounds familiar. <laughs> you, had, you had it all stubbed out, yeah. The, yeah. So, I don't know. There's there's only so much room in brains. Yeah. <laughs> Especially now that I've gotten used to, like, having a tiny supercomputer in my pocket all the time. Oh, yeah. What do you think the biggest things that have changed in your life as a result of a smartphone are? <laughs> oh. It takes me a lot that. longer to get out of bed. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> you don't get to experience that great card catalog smell anymore. Yeah. Although, seriously. The deadheads. Oh, oh, oh. A smartphone. Go ahead. A smartphone, like when I got an iPhone, and then I installed the Kindle app on it, I started reading books again. And I went okay. from, like, in high school, I was a huge dork and, like, would read books all summer, constantly had a book in my backpack all through high school. And then somewhere in my 20s, I stopped reading books, and then I got an iPhone and installed the Kindle app, and now I read a book a week again, and I, th I think that it is good for my life. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely have finished more Kindle books on my phone than non-Kindle books. Although I really couldn't do it until Retina screens. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It's much better. I mean, I have an actual Kindle that I keep by the bed that with the, the, the paper white with the backlight, and I will read on that. But having it also on my phone means, you know, when I go out to lunch by myself as a loser, I read a chapter. Or, you know, when I go to the bathroom, I can read a chapter rather than playing Candy Crush. Or hey, eating at a restaurant by yourself reading a book is not a loser move. It is a baller move. <laughs> <laughs> like, look how intellectual I am. No, just look at me. I don't need anybody else. <laughs> A Deadhead writes, what releases are you excited about this year? Man, I, West of Loathing. <laughs> <laughs> I, want it, I want it to be done. Like, I want, and it's like, I don't want it to be done because I hate it. I want it to be done because it's, it's getting to the point where it's like, okay, this needs to be finished now. It is not healthy to keep working on this. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's getting to the point where it's ready and we want people to see it. Um, I mean... It's getting to the point where it's ready for most people, but we'll have to convince hot stuff. 
Well, I don't know, man. I it 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 kind of depends. Like I feel like I'm also going to be I'm also going to be a weird like cognitive stumbling block there. So like it needs more features. Right. When it comes time to actually pull the trigger, you won't want to stop working on it. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, and hopefully, well, I mean, I, like honestly, you, because the dream of, is because enough of DLC, people buy it that we you can never have make to DLC. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like as if uh, we can I feel like in KOL, it's both, uh, you know, like the, the these schedules we've set for ourselves are a blessing and a curse. Because, I mean, I could see a hundred ways that this path could be cooler, but also it had to be done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's sort of like triage. Okay, what's gonna what's gonna be the most bang for the buck? Um, which is, yeah, I mean, I could I could all, there's I have some regrets about things I prioritized, but. I wish that the, uh, like the minions, I wish they had drops. <laughs> so that zone didn't feel quite so punishing. Um, right. Oh, that can but, be the next, that, that can be the next, uh, item of the month. Because I haven't <laughs> thought one, thought of one yet. So I can just be, oh, if you, if you get the item of the month, all the minions have drops. <laughs> Minion drop extractor. Yeah. Um, you know, something that we have never done, uh, that I think we, could get away with um especially in these in these latter days and like god willing if there's any uptick in interest in kol after west of loathing comes out there'll be all new people like a year from now we could do the spy who the spy who repeated challenge path to me (laughs) and and just you know spend a month improving it but using the basic structure of it Hmm. That would be, you know, yeah, I, mean, I can see that being cool. Uh, there's the a, James Bond there's movies a have a million sequels, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you look at, you look at the history, you know, like they'll, they'll do a, they'll do an Ian Fleming novel and they'll call it Thunderball with Sh- Sean Connery. And then it's, I don't know, live another, die another day with Brosnan or whatever. There, a lot of the, several of the movies have the same Fleming source novel filled yeah. with hatred of women and strange hangups right and just like really impractical amounts of drinking (laughs) (laughs) like time to roll up my sleeves work on this problem and drink eight entire bottles of gin okay done (laughs) refreshed and ready to go okay (laughs) but you know like i don't think i don't know i guess the i guess probably the well, I don't know. How do you suppose the size of the like active PvP community versus the active like challenge path ascending community compares? Because like I feel like you were nervous about repeating PvP seasons, but like nobody bitches about that. No, now now I've gotten to the point where I do I uh like the last couple, I go back to the forums and I find the the recap thread and I find which ones people hated the least and I repeat that and change like one or two minis. Uh, I mean, it's getting time to be a new theme soon, but but I've gotten less uh, less. Those are less stressful to put out than they were when it when there's constantly it's coming up with a new theme and new minis every time. Yeah, and I mean they were they were always going to get easier over time, right? As the yep. pool of minis increased, the amount of variety compared to the amount of effort that it takes to provide that variety goes down. We did do class act two. Oh yeah, that's true. 
So yeah, I mean, you know, just keep that in your pocket. We could do B's hate you and so do F's. <laughs> <laughs> B's hate you twice as much. Um, Biggs. I don't think F hates us, right? He still writes in questions and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, hey, hey, Chris, what video games have you been playing for fun lately? Uh, what video games have I been playing for fun? Uh, I still play, what is that, uh, what is that iPhone game where, uh, uh, you move around <laughs> and, uh, oh, Tower, Tower of Doom? No. Tower, there's no title page. I don't know, by Diego Catholifoud. Oh, uh, uh, Arcane Tower. I still play that every day uh, on the challenge board. It's only me and one other person, I think, nearly every day. Uh, nice. And I do the New York Times crossword puzzle, which is totally a video game. Uh, that's true. Uh, yeah, that's about it. As far as what release uh, Did you finally stop playing Heroes of the Storm? Yeah, I deleted it from my computer because I was playing too much of it. Like it's it it triggers something addictive in my brain where it's like, oh, one more game, one more game. And then I go to bed and then I wake up and be like, I could do some work or I could play one more game. Uh, <laughs> so I just deleted it because it was better for my uh, my relational health and probably my physical and mental health. <laughs> uh, the mainly the releases I'm excited about are like Magic the Gathering sets because every time a set comes out. I tend to go play for a while. Oh, yeah. Have you been playing uh, Ammon Cat? Uh, no, but we're going to... I think we're going to game day. This, is it this weekend? Next weekend? I think it's this weekend. We'll do go you play to with game your, day. Do you play with your son? Is that the... Yeah, yeah. Uh, my son is 11. We uh, Sometimes, when we're in the mood, we'll go to a draft every Friday night. But the shop where we go started having less and there's less and less people as each set gets older. So we kind of petered off. But I imagine probably fall will start going again every Friday. The pre-releases are the most fun I ever have playing. Just because nobody's figured it out. And also, I think I just like sealed way more than I like draft. I tend to. Yeah, I agree do, with that. I tend to do better drafting. Like, I win more games when I draft, but I never feel good about it. Mm. I mean, sealed, you like get just, that, you cool, know, you, you open some bombs, and you're like, I'm going to use these. Whereas drafting, like, a lot of times the right thing isn't to just pick all the bombs because they don't go with your color or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel way too much pressure about the decision-making process in drafting. Yeah, I just, what, the 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 thing that usually makes the decision for me is, do I want to spend like 45 minutes on the bus to go play sealed or 10 minutes on the bus to go play draft. <laughs> it's like the, the, the place that drafts is just way, way more convenient to everything else in the city. But pre-releases are just like, it's fun to play sealed when, yeah, not a lot of people know what they're doing and all the cards are new. I don't read about the sets ahead of time. Like I will look at the promotional materials. Like I'll, as Wizards reveals like a couple cards at a time right. to reveal the new mechanics and stuff, I will look at those, uh, but I don't look at the spoiler sites, even though I know those are technically kind of sanctioned. 
Occasionally, I will play the uh, Magic the Gathering online video game. <laughs> oh yeah, like the Duels of the Planeswalkers or whatever. Well, the, no, the actual the actual Magic the Gathering online oh. that's crazy expensive. Um, I mean, if you're okay at drafting, it's not bad. They uh, so they 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 for the longest time directly tried to replicate like the real life experience of playing Magic, where you know to do a draft you would you would essentially pay 14 tickets or whatever it is and then you'd be entered in a pool and then when eight people appeared you drafted with them and it would take three hours to do a draft um so maybe a year ago they introduced draft leagues where you would draft against eight people the first eight people available and then you'd play a match against someone else in the entire draft league who hadn't won a game yet and then you'd play if you won you know they would match you up against people with the same record until you had played your three or five matches um Oh, so there so are a lot of your matches weren't necessarily in the same pool. Yeah, right. So there's a lot of people that are really angry about that because they've now switched basically all of the draft system to that because it means that like you can play a draft in an hour or you can play one game, then you can play one match, then you can come back tomorrow, you can play the next match. So just so many more people are able to participate when it's not a three hour commitment. Um and there's a lot of, you know, I would read slash on Reddit slash our magic or whatever. And there's a lot of people very upset about it. And then there's a lot of people say, yeah, but mathematically, the, the difference between like the value you get from reading the signals of your own pod and playing against those people are so tiny compared to the advantages. But um, so I think it's great. Like just play a draft. You go on, you play a game, you play the next one and whatever you want. Um, but it's. People are very upset that it's not the exact same experience as going to your store and drafting now. Do you have any ability to sell out in in Magic the Gathering online? Um I mean you can if you collect an entire set, you can trade them in for a physical set. <laughs> which yeah. actually like yeah, there's but a, that's not there's a whole bot driven economy. So like whenever I draft all my rares, I immediately sell to a bot for more tickets. Um which lets you play, like, even though it costs, like, 12 or 14 bucks or whatever, lets you play a lot more because, invariably, the cards you draft are going to sell for something. And then if you win, you're going to get packs. Um, and then that bot-driven economy, I'm pretty sure that those bots are buying up the cards to then create full sets and sell that to redeem them and then, like, sell them in a physical store. Um, so that, that sort of powers yeah, I, I the economy. I guess if the cards are... I guess if the cards are tradable, then that's fine. So, I mean, how much does it end up costing you to to draft then? Like, how much of the cost can you recover by selling? I mean, it, it it's really variable, and it really depends how good you are. <laughs> but, I mean, like, I've I've bought 20 tickets and then played, like, six drafts when I, you know, on a, on a good streak, which, which can be, like, three weeks of playing, depending on your schedule. Um, so it's... It, <sighs> The interface takes some getting used to. It's very much you know an expert interface where you gotta because Magic is not a game designed to be played on a computer. That you know there's so many of the subtle like right. nodding your head. It doesn't you can't nod your head to be like yeah go ahead attack. You have to like click the yeah I don't have any blocks button or whatever. Um, but like it's expensive, but I think it it can be cheaper than. It's cheaper than going to the store because when I go to the store, very rarely do I sell my rares or do anything with them. So I think it ends up, it's not, I don't think it's as fun. Like it's just fun to hang out with people and play, but uh, it scratches that itch. That's cool. 
let's see if there's any closing questions. Cheese Cookie says, why does the graffiti wall not have Comic Sans as an option? Yeah. Well, because back in the day, you couldn't guarantee that somebody – like it only has fonts that were like in a list of fonts that I believed every computer always had. <laughs> like, I mean, there, Comic there... Sans isn't even uh... – so so in slash PvP, if your stone isn't broken, your text comes through in Comic Sans. And on the iPhone, it just comes in as whatever random script font there is. And it looks it looks really stupid, but you know, those those weaklings who haven't broken their stone deserve to have a stupid font. So even today, I don't think you can get well, you could probably guarantee it by Im- embedding a web font. And spying on everyone through the web font or something. That's why we hate web fonts, right? That the uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I like I don't have any feelings about web fonts. I just I don't know. Like the the graffiti wall is very, 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 very old. Like it was the, there was a graffiti wall on asymmetric.net when I first launched it, which was just like me very early on in my learning web development stuff I, I think it was like chris did you ever do web development when you had to embed perl oh yeah <laughs> like pre pre php I, I don't actually even remember how it worked there was just some tag that you could that you could get it to replace the tag with the like, output of a perl script yeah, like the server side include stuff with the uh, weird looking include tag um i mean back I mean, in the mid '90s, I remember there was like Perl, Perl CGI scripts where you were reading the get parameters or the post parameters actually from like standard in. I mean, hopefully with the library parsing them and then printing it out. And I mean that that wow, yeah, that was a long yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, ago. I remember like my my pre asymmetric .net website which was the asymmetric gazette had a bunch of that where it would it would randomly select headlines and like there were randomly generated horoscopes and stuff but that was all just just perl scripts in the old cgi bin directory which was like auto configured by shared hosting servers to be like world executable yeah so it had to be um so like the graffiti wall was one of the very, very first features of KOL. And it got a little bit of a revamp afterwards. I think that, that like some months in, I made it like, you know, now it puts it in a table and, uh, you know, adjust the formatting a little more. But uh, it's such a weird feel. Like, it's amazing that there's a question about it. Like someone's using it enough to be like, hey, I want this feature. Yeah. Like, I don't know that I've uh, I did see at something it. on the I did see something the other day about how apparently there was some Nazi shit on there or something. Um, <laughs> so that's always nice. But it's such an old feature that like I whatever the common wisdom at the time was about what fonts you could reliably like use cross browser, that's the ones that were available. Um where where and is Comic the Sans wasn't wall? ever one of those and still isn't. Oh, there it is. Buy scrumptious regents at all your magic-related items you'll ever need. <laughs> Garamond should be an available font. Get your new crossbow now. Prices on the rise. Huh. 
This is, I can see. Does this. one of them say Gar- Garamond should be? A, yeah, <laughs> it says Garamond should be an available font. I am Garamond skeleton jelly. <laughs> oh, one of them says still waiting on West of Loathing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you don't have too much longer to wait. And it's funny, is it because there, there's a refresh graffiti wall button? Is does it pick a random selection? Or is it just I don't I think everybody I think everybody sees the same graffiti wall. I think it's just the most recent nine or eleven or however many things. Oh. Yeah, I don't I don't remember, man. That's that we would have we would have made this like auto reload with imagine if we built this today, how different it would be. Yeah. I mean, I? You, we could actually make it so you could position the text and write over other people's stuff and stuff like that, right? Like, whoa, yeah, well, that might be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what everybody's waiting for. Really, is the uh, graffiti wall revamp? The graffiti wall revamp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Combine it with that. That uh, what was the thing that let you draw pictures with different colored shapes? Yeah, the abstract art. Yeah. The the abstractions from the machine elf. So you design your own somebody, elaborate stencils and tags. Somebody in the Slack had posted some fan art that they made of their machine elf, and it was so good. I want to. I need to, to. I should post that to the ASM Twitter. It had just been a really long time since I saw it. Like, oh, that's cool. Somebody did like, somebody did a pretty good drawing. But this one just it it was animated in a way that was clever. Um, let's see. Ah, man, sorry. My phone is a terrible vehicle for these questions. Um, <laughs> Lord of Cake says, new item of the month, Octopus Rift, a parody of the Oculus Rift. So it's like that starfish. Uh, <laughs> yes. Except, oh, except you put the octopus on your head and it squirts ink into your eyes to make pictures. It's like an <laughs> e-ink. It it's draws like an on e-ink your eyes. VR headset. Yeah, it just draws on your eyes. That's Each of its tentacles goes around you to simulate uh, like 3D touch and... <laughs> oh yeah, it's hap- it's like haptics. Wow, o- or, octopus or, or s- s- slapdicks. <laughs> I feel like there's some other m- mem meme about what the next item of the month that people keep asking for is, but I have already forgotten it. I know for a while they wanted. I mean, one of muffins. these days we're gonna have to make the, the cat oh, yeah. One of these days we're gonna have to make a corned beef adon. <laughs> <laughs> or some oh. corned beef udon. The Nuge says Space Gate is pretty nifty but it has a really glaring problem If you encounter a turtle tamer taming adventure It eats up a turn of space clock even though it doesn't use an adventure I think Gingerbread City has the same problem Is this intentional? Sad? Won't be fixed? Poor TTs? Or an oversight that could be fixed? I think that there is I think that there is a systemic way to say that there are no turtles in a in a place, is it can't is the is the is the space gate stuff the kind of place that we sh- can't we just mark the zone like no wanderers or something? Does that yeah? I don't remember. I think I think I did do that because I think I just happened to be testing it on Feast of Boris, uh, but I think there is a no turtles one also, which Chris, no, are you at a computer? No turtles. If is set is specials, that... no turtles. So that looks like cool. Could... Looks you want like... to do that to Gingerbread City in the Space Gate, and then yeah, we'll have fixed it in this, real time. This is like this is like old school, Gingerbread. Yeah. So, wait, all the zones. 
comma, no turtles. Okay, the Civic Center has no turtles. The train station, no turtles. The industrial zone, no turtles. Uh, oh, upscale retail yeah, can district. You also, can you also give the sewers the way fewer Batmans? <laughs> oh, it's weird that we hadn't implemented that until. What are the what are the space gate zones called? It's just one zone. Oh, look at that! Uh, space. It's not space. It's I think it's through space the space gate. gate. Yep. Here we go. It's got no popper. It's got oh, it's just got no popper. Oh, that's nope. because the lead singer of Blues Traveler is not allowed through the space <laughs> gate because of all the guns and knives he's carrying. Well, it does not have no. Also, well, poor it's people no from wonders. Charles Dickens' time are not permitted. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Zone-specific special property, no wandering monsters. Maybe we should have done that instead. Oh, if his set specials gingerbread prevents special equals true. Oh. So I guess maybe turtles ignore that. I'm going to add that one, though. I'm going to add the no wandering monsters to the space gate. Now it has no turtles yeah. or wandering monsters. Maybe okay. that'll do it. Good. No, no gods or... Let's do it on live. Only, only Zool. Okay. <laughs> I've committed uh, well, that to our, our QA it. environment. We'll uh, get that tested, and then we'll push it to production during the next maintenance window. Yeah, be sure and, be sure and push it to version control. <laughs> <laughs> I know we secretly use version control. <laughs> uh, well, Chris, thank you so much for 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 joining us on this podcast. We gotta now that we know that it's pretty easy to do this. We gotta have you on more often, especially when you've been doing stuff and you're the best person to answer questions about stuff. Really, we gotta do this show more often. Well, that is that is if my audio actually ends up being if it's not just you and Riff talking quietly <laughs> uh, to nobody because I had to change how I was recording this at the last minute. So we'll we'll see. And Riff, thank you too, buddy. I don't want you to. I don't want you to think I don't appreciate oh, you being well, here. Oh, well, shucks. Thank, thanks for having me, and thank you, okay. Zach, for uh, for doing the show. And oh, thank, well, you, thank you, Riff, the, for thanking me. Oh, and thank you, the listeners, for joining us here in our podcast lounge, where we've uh, spent some time together. We've learned a lot, and we, I think we've all grown a little bit. <laughs> I guess. Bye, I guess Riff hasn't grown. Bye guys. No, bye. <laughs>